The Double Transformation by Oliver Goldsmith Read for LibriVox.org by Larry Wilson A Tale Secluded from domestic strife, Jack Bookworm led a college life. A fellowship at twenty-five made him the happiest man alive. He drank his glass and cracked his joke, and freshmen wondered as he spoke such pleasures unalloyed with care could any accident impair could cupid's shaft at length transfix our swain arrived at thirty-six oh had the archer ne'er come down to ravage in a country town or flavia been content to stop at triumphs in a fleet street shop oh had her eyes forgot to blaze or jack had wanted eyes to gaze oh but let exclamation cease her presence banished all his peace so with decorum all things carried miss frowned and blushed and then was married the honeymoon like lightning flew the second brought its transports too a third a fourth were not amiss the fifth was friendship mixed with bliss but when a twelvemonth passed away jack found his goddess made of clay found half the charms that decked her face arose from powder shreds or lace but still the worst remained behind that very face had robbed her mind skilled in no other arts was she but dressing patching repartee and just as humour rose or fell by turns a slattern or a bell it's true she dressed with modern grace half naked at a ball or race but when at home at board or bed five greasy nightcaps wrapped her head could so much beauty condescend to be a dull domestic friend could any curtain lectures bring to decency so fine thing in short by night twas fits or fretting by day twas gadding or coquetting fond to be seen she kept a bevy of powdered coxcombs at her levee the squire and the captain took their stations and twenty other near relations jack sucked his pipe and often broke a sigh in suffocating smoke while all their hours were passed between insulting repartee or spleen thus as her faults each day were known he thinks her features coarser grown he fancies every vice she shows or thins her lip or points her nose whenever rage or envy rise how wide her mouth how wild her eyes he knows not how but so it is her face is grown a knowing fizz and though her fops are wondrous civil he thinks her ugly as the devil now to perplex all the raveled noose as each a different way pursues while sullen or loquacious strife promised to hold them on for life that dire disease whose ruthless power withers the beauty's transient flower lo the smallpox whose horrid glare levelled its terrors at the fair and rifling every youthful grace left but the remnant of a face the glass grown hateful to her sight reflected now a perfect fright each former art she vainly tries to bring back lustre to her eyes in vain she tries her pastes and creams to smooth her skin or hide its seams her country beau and city cousins lovers no more flew off by dozens the squire himself was seen to yield and even the captain quit the field poor madam now condemned to hack the rest of life with anxious jack perceiving others fairly flown attempted to please him alone jack soon was dazzled to behold her present face surpass the old 
with modesty her cheeks are dyed humility displaces pride for tawdry finery is seen a person ever neatly clean no more presuming on her sway she learns good nature every day serenely gay and strictly in duty jack finds his wife a perfect beauty end of poem this recording is in the public domain